Hi guys! Today we're going to be talking about Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your home, your phone, or your computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so you can be played on Spotify, Apple, and many, many more. And you can also earn money from your podcasts with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm now. Have a good day, guys. Hello and welcome back to Murder, Mystery, and Sex with Serenity. Today we're going to be talking about Amelia Mary Earhart. Amelia was born July 24th, 1897 in Atchison, Kansas, right? So, we're going to fast forward, skip through to when she's older. In December of 1920, Earhart attended an air show in Long Beach, California. She took a plane ride and said that the 10-minute flight had changed her life completely. By the time she got to... Or 300 feet off the air, she said she knew she had to fly. And six months later, she began taking flying lessons and pilot lessons, everything, right? She bought her first plane, and it was a bright yellow secondhand biplane that she named Canary. She achieved the world altitude record for women of 14,000 feet in the air in October of 1922. In 24, however, her parents got divorced and her family's financial troubles forced her to sell Canary and she ended up working in Boston. Fast forward a couple years. In April of 1928, Earhart received an unexpected call asking if she wanted to be the first woman to fly across the Atlantic. So you already know how that goes. You get accepted for a job offer you've been really waiting for. You're going to immediately accept that, right? And that's what she did. But she was listed as a co-pilot and she wasn't even allowed to fly. So... That brought her spirits down. But Earhart became an aviation celebrity. The press dubbed her as Lady Lindy. And George Putnam took Earhart's story as his next bestseller. And the two got really close. They did everything together. They were very inseparable. So when George got divorced... He married Amelia. Not ironic. But Earhart had put her stamp on many industries in the 20s 
including fashion, magazines, and airline management. Amelia was famous. She was the first woman, you know, so she got a lot of clout, honestly, but her true passion was flying. She wanted to fly. That's all she ever wanted to do. She later set another world record of reaching 18,415 feet in the air and became president of the 99s. If you don't know what that is, it's an organization dedicated to women's aviation, right? Right. Across the Atlantic, for some time, Earhart and Putnam worked secretly on their plans for Amelia to, you know, fly solo. And this would make her the first woman and the second person in the entire world to fly across the Atlantic. May of 1932, May 20th, five years to the day after Lindbergh's famous flight, she took off from Harbor Grace, Newfoundland. She wanted to go to Paris. Girl, me too. Almost immediately, the flight was plagued. And I mean, it was... <laughs> the weather, the thick clouds, and the ice was horrible. And she knew she wasn't going to make it to Paris. So she landed in Ireland for her 15-hour flight she received many honors and became an international hero. Between 1930 and 1935, she set seven world records for speed and distance. That's amazing. Honestly, that's amazing. So, her last flight was near her 40th birthday and everything, right? So, she said a day before, I have a feeling that there's just about one more good flight left in my system. And on June 1st, Earhart and her navigator, Fred Noonan, departed from Miami with great fanfare, right? They began the two 29,000 mile journey heading east. After 29 days of flight, they touched down in Ley, New Guinea. The remaining 7,000 miles would definitely be done over the Pacific. That's the greatest. It's the greatest sight. Nature is beyond a beauty. It's phenomenal. And if you haven't got outside today, go outside. Let's move on. So, the plan required landing on Howland Island, and that's between Hawaii and Australia, right? At 10 a.m., Earhart and Noonan took off from Ley, where they encountered the most problems with overcast skies, rain showers, just poor weather completely. Some witnesses say that the radio antenna may have been damaged. Others say that their maps were very inaccurate. Nobody knows the truth, though. As they neared Howland, 
they were just unable to make connection or land. You know, it was just not that great. The weather was poor, like I said. Earhart's last communication was at 8.43 a.m. The land people, they began a rescue attempt almost immediately, right? They searched for weeks and weeks and weeks, but literally nothing and nobody was found. Earhart and Noonan were declared legally dead on January 5th, 1939. So you guys know the story of the plane going missing and a whole bunch of people going missing, right? They got a show about it now. Do you think that happened to Amelia and Noonan, or do you think they crashed and died? Let me know in my DMs on Instagram, if you guys don't remember my name, it's solo underscore riding underscore 21. Get with it, let's go. Mm-hmm.